Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range. Or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double-breasted black blazer from a new-to-me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style-obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman-owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Monica Packer from About Progress, and this is A Growth Spurt, a short episode where I share a bite-sized way you can increase your progress today. There's a saying about expectations that I think has a lot of wisdom to it, and it's something like, managing life is managing your expectations. We hear a lot, a lot around the block about lower your expectations, And I also see a ton of value in that, but to a certain extent, especially when I think women wrongly translate this to mean don't have any expectations as almost a broad stroke to fix everything. No expectations, no expectations, have no expectations. But just like high expectations can be too high, low expectations can be too low. This mirrors the all or nothing sides of this perfectionism pendulum swing that we talk about often with personal development. It's the same with expectations. Too high is too not good. Too low is not good too. And we can see that with relationships. Realistically, you do need to have expectations of the people you are in relationship with. Of course, we need to better control what we can control and take ownership of our choices. 
and to support ourselves where and how we can. But the happiest relationships are still built around people who have expectations of each other, clearly communicated expectations, right? But expectations nonetheless. Imagine trying to have a good marriage without expecting anything from your partner. And right in the same vein, too high of expectations is also a recipe for unhappy relationships. So what's the right balance? And I'm not just talking about relationships. I'm talking about what to do with expectations in general. Do we raise them? Do we lower them? Do we have high expectations? Do we have low? And this is where it can be a little confusing and where I'd also like to volunteer something my friend Miranda Anderson from Live Free Create a Podcast calls a word switch. Instead of high, instead of low, let's work on having and aligning ourselves with wise expectations. When you think of this about how can I have wise expectations of this person, of this experience, of this season I'm about to start, of this course I'm about to begin, when you're considering how to have wise expectations, that shift from low to high to wise means that you give yourself space to subjectively create expectations that are in alignment. Alignment with yourself, your season, your wants and needs and values. Also in alignment with what's realistic with that person, experience, opportunity. What I love about this are a few things. And one, the shift to wise expectations for me gives me license to know that's What's unwise for me, expectation-wise, would be unwise for someone else and vice versa. It's more fluid. Another reason I love this is that means seasonally, like sometimes I can raise expectations and other times lower those same expectations. I want to give a quick seasonal example of this. A few years ago, I just really went for it with the podcast and my business. And there was a lot of great hustle going on. And for me, it was like the good kind, but it was also really intense. And at the end of that year, I knew it was now time for me to kind of shift to a slower, more simplified year. And when I shared that online, A woman who's also interested in business online messaged me to ask if that means I did too much the past year. And the way she worded it, it it was not rude or anything, but it was more of like a, so should we not hustle or go for it? Like she really wanted to know, like, should I, should I just have no expectations of myself or really low expectations? And to me, my answer to her was like, it depends (laughs) on your time, your season, your wants and needs. Last year, it was right for me to have those high expectations with myself. And this year, it's wise for me to have lower expectations. Right now, seasonally, I'm about to go into a season where the wisest expectations I can have for myself are lower ones. With a newborn coming after nearly five years of not having a baby in our household, I have wise expectations about how hard it's going to be. I expect it to be challenging. I expect myself to be tired. I expect that I will only 
have baseline versions of my habits that I'm trying to honor as long as I need to. I expect my house to be messier, my stress to be up, my children to be misbehaving. Those for me are not about having no expectations. They're about having wise expectations. But as that adjustment takes time and with that time, and we begin to feel more stable and we're getting in more rhythms, I'll be able to raise my expectations and they still will be wise then too about what I can uh, ask for, expect from my children, from my night's sleep, <laughs> from my capacity to give, to show up. Um, that will That will shift. And I love that fluidity of it. And I also love that it makes me feel empowered in my own life to carry my own wise expectations. Now, I'm no relationship expert, but I do have to go back to that example. I learned in almost 15 years of marriage that it's more about clearly stating wise expectations than anything else. If you want to feel less resentful in your biggest relationships, get on the same page about what wise expectations look like and often. Right now, you are listening and we are coming into lots of times for opportunities, events, holidays, and I want you to approach these moments and these opportunities with that word switch in mind. How can I have wise expectations? How can I have a wise expectation of what my family will give me this holiday season? How can I expect them to support me or not support me? (laughs) How can I expect to treat myself, to gift things to myself. Whether or not you're going into a holiday season like we are, was this podcast airs or maybe an anniversary or birthday, again, a new experience, a new relationship, a season, that's the question. How can you have wise expectations? Now, an undercurrent to this whole conversation is something that we have talked a lot about this past year. It's accepting limitations. I have two full episodes on this alone, one that's more deep and one more that's more practical in nature, like how owning our limits can set us free, both deeply and practically. And I'll link to both of those in the show notes. But I just wanted to note here that wise expectations can also be about accepting limitations. I expect different kids to be able to do different things, even at the same ages, based on who they are and what their needs are. Why would it be any different for me, what I expect of myself, of others, of experiences I'm about to to go into? I want you to have wiser expectations because if we're going to go back to that saying, a lot of managing life is managing your expectations. So let's start by having wise expectations. I don't feel like I have said that word so much in my entire life. That's the end of the growth spurt though. Now what I'd like to do is share a progressor spotlight. This spotlight is inspired by a post I did on Instagram and I shared a quote that I had done in an episode and that quote is, there's a certain level of freedom in owning life's limitations when we can accept and expect that life will often be hard. It can help us navigate those hardships with strength instead of resentment or anger, or sadness. And I asked our community, what are your thoughts on this? We had so many incredible comments on that post alone. One of my favorites was from a progressor named Alicia, and she talked about um, shifting her expectations with exercise. 
She says, there was a season still in it that I realized I had to give up going to the gym entirely, except on Saturday or if it randomly fit in at night. Until I did that, it ruined my days. If something came up and I couldn't go, I was miserable. If my child got sick or the schedule was messed up that day and it wouldn't fit in, it agitated me so much. Then one day I decided to let it go. Wake up, shower, put real clothes on, stop sitting my day in workout clothes agitated if it didn't fit in. I got so much happier. Quote. Love that, Alicia. And again, right, what's wise for someone else might not be wise for you and vice versa. But I just thought that was an incredible example. I hope this episode can give you a little bit of clarity, especially as you're moving into a, a, a holiday season here about how to have wise expectations. Thank you so much for listening. Now go do something with what you learned today. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.